Hello and welcome to this Tech Blast episode, the series delivering 15-minute overviews of an issue in the lab and the solutions available to help you through it. I'm Beatrice Bowlby, Biotechnique's assistant editor and host of today's podcast. In this episode, supported by Thermo Fisher Scientific, we will be discussing gene expression analysis, some of its challenges, and solutions available to streamline the process. Our guest today is John Flasher, Associate Product Manager at Thermo Fisher with extensive experience in microbiology and general lab techniques. John, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. So to get started, what is gene expression analysis and how is it used in biological research? So in a nutshell, what gene expression analysis is and what it's used for is to measure the relative level of mRNA, so messenger RNA expression for a particular gene or transcript. The analysis can be involved in profiling, where you compare the expression levels of many genes in a sample, or screening, or where you can compare the RNA expression levels in multiple samples. It can also provide valuable insight into the role of differential gene expression in normal biological processes, right, for research purposes, to enable researchers to identify internal and external factors that upregulate or downregulate cellular pathways. And similarly, researchers can also use gene expression analysis to identify genes involved in pathogenesis and study molecular pathways associated with disease, both before and after potential treatments as well. So we can see the potential efficacy of certain treatments and, and how those impact the expression of certain genes. Identifying gene expression differences can also lead to biomarker discovery for a particular disease phenotype, which enables further validation studies. So really useful on the whole for a bunch of different applications. And why is qPCR important for gene expression analysis? That's a really good question. So it's obvious to any researcher or any scientist who has any familiarity with the different technologies available that there are several that can be used for gene expression analysis. Some of those are microarray or next-gen sequencing, and PCR has been around a long time. And we know that it's really sensitive. It's really specific for quantitating messenger RNA because it uses those fluorescent probase uh, technologies to detect transcripts of interest. It's been long trusted for gene expression analysis, considered the gold standard, and it has been for, for quite a long time for the verification of differential gene expression profiles. So even if a researcher is using next-gen sequencing or maybe a microarray to screen a large number of samples or targets, qPCR is still considered the most sensitive and reliable tool for confirming those results. And speaking to our product specifically at Thermo Fisher, our tech man gene expression assays are used broadly by researchers to better understand everything from general cancer research to biomarker identification, hereditary disease research, neurological and musculoskeletal disease research, or even understanding the host response to certain pathogens like COVID. And these assays have been used for almost any application where the researcher finds a need to measure the expression of a gene or genes to support their research. So broad applications for researchers. And I can say this confidently because our assays have been used in over 150,000 publications supporting the research of these diseases and, and many others. So even though qPCR is a pretty well-established technique, what challenges are associated with gene expression analysis? Of course, there are certainly a number of inherent challenges, right? Because science can never be easy, right? There's, there's always challenges associated with what we do, which is why scientists have to be so highly trained. And fortunately for our customers and for the scientists who use our products, Thermo Fisher has decades of expertise to help efficiently solve any challenges that our customers might face. So we have a comprehensive portfolio of products, our instruments, our assays, our reagents, support services. And the goal of using those is to, to support our customers and provide them with educational and technical resources that they need to do the best that they can optimizing their gene expression experiments. So we're aware of the challenge. Some examples of those challenges might be 
cross-reactivity. So when an assay that's meant to target a gene in a specific species also targets a similar epitope from another species, might compromise the purpose of the experiment, maybe when you're measuring the expression of a transgene. Another thing that is sometimes, I think, overlooked is endogenous control selection. And that's because I think a lot of researchers just opt to choose maybe a GAP-DH or a beta-actin because they're pretty commonly constitutively expressed in most cell types, but there are several factors to consider when you're looking for an endogenous control, like species and cell type. But regardless of that, some factors can contribute to the variability of the expression of those control genes that are meant to be constant across all samples. So it's good to use a more logical process to narrow things down and make sure you're choosing a good control. Some other challenges are around things like custom assay design and assay redesign, which are related. So sometimes, even though Thermo Fisher offers 2.8 million assays for gene expression, the genome is big and there are a bunch of different ways that these genes can be transcribed. So sometimes we don't cover the specific things that our researchers want. In that case, they have to identify the best sequences for their proposed assays and then identify a mechanism for designing and testing those custom assays. Similarly, for assay redesign, maybe the researcher did find something in our portfolio that they liked, but kind of going back to the first issue, maybe they're associating cross-reactivities or other problems that are relevant to their experiment, and they need to find a way to take the assay design and redesign it so that it can better suit the application for what they're doing. Multiplexing is another challenge that a lot of our scientists in many different industries often encounter. So when a scientist wants to accommodate a more efficient QPCR workflow, or measure the expression of many genes at once without using as much mass mix, multiplexing or measuring the expression of multiple different genes in the sample is a good option for them. This requires a lot of tedious work. It requires the researcher to test each of these assays in duplex, or even if there are more targets that they want to include in their multiplex reaction, to rule out any assay interactions that can negatively affect analysis. So performing this can be, again, tedious and sometimes contribute to negating the benefit of multiplexing gene expression assays in terms of how much time it can save you. So in these scenarios, fortunately, Thermo Fisher, a bioinformatics team, they're available to design QPCR assays specific to your needs or redesign them. In addition to assay design support, bioinformatics can also provide support around checking for potential assay component interactions ahead of designing and testing your multiplexing strategy. They can also check assays for any potential cross-reactivities that might interfere with your project design and help redesign assays that do cross-react so that you can proceed as planned. What trends are you seeing in the field for how scientists are using qPCR for gene expression analysis? At Thermo Fisher, we have the opportunity to have really great relationships with our customers, and we're always learning from them. And what we're seeing right now in the field is a lot of qPCR gene expression applications among our biopharma and biotech customers in particular. For example, during research and discovery for maybe novel biotherapeutics and vaccines, scientists use qPCR to identify targetable antigens by monitoring genes that are up or down-regulated in response to a pathogen or disease state. Similarly, this type of gene expression analysis can be used to identify relevant disease biomarkers as well. So once a target antigen is identified, subsequent characterization often involves the expression of that antigenic gene in a model system. And qPCR is a sensitive method to confirm transcriptional transgene expression. So, for example, just recalling some information from a paper that I recently read through, if you are a researcher that was hoping to maybe induce the expression of a certain human antigen like HER2, uh, let's say on the surface of a mouse hepatocyte, the researcher could use a gene expression assay to confirm the expression of HER2 in the targeted cells and then measure that level of expression relative to the concentration of vector injected into the mice. 
Monitoring those vector-derived transgenic expressions using qPCR also plays an important role in viral vector-based therapies and vaccines. For example, the efficacy of gene therapy can depend on the transgene being expressed at the appropriate levels in the appropriate cells and for the appropriate duration to mediate the desired analytical result. Therefore, vector and plasmid engineering to optimize transgene expression is a growing field. And qPCR is a fast and cost-effective method for analytical evaluation. In addition to that, continuing to lean into this application and monitoring that transgene expression also plays a key role in the research and development of gene therapies that are intended to be permanent, as regulators have required multiple years of follow-up data showing that gene expression is maintained. So we can support you there around the expectations of those regulatory bodies when you're developing those sorts of therapies. And another way these assays have been used in biotherapeutic development is to measure potential off-target toxicity associated with novel treatments, which is really important in understanding the effect that a potential treatment could have on a future patient in a clinical trial or even after it's brought to market. Let's consider the mice from the previous example, which express HER2 on their hepatocytes. So using these same mice, our researchers might want to test the toxicity of maybe an anti-HER2 CAR T-cell therapy. CAR T-cell therapy has been heavily researched, potential therapy uh, for different cancers in recent years. One can use gene expression assays first to measure the presence of CAR T-cells in the targeted cells following treatment, and then measure the level of expression of various inflammatory cytokines to determine the risk of off-target immunotoxicity relevant to their investigation. Biologic therapeutics are a quickly growing market, and as you said, qPCR is an important tool with applications throughout research and development. How does Thermo Fisher meet the unique needs of the biopharma industry? For our biopharma customers specifically, we recognize that time to market matters, and we want to support them on that. So our goal is to provide the tools that we've you know, previously talked about and services to help them streamline that process of discovery and development of the novel biotherapeutics they're developing and help patients faster. So we offer this whole ecosystem of products designed to work together, our instruments, our assays, our master mixes. In particular, our assays and reagents can be manufactured with elevated quality standards as part of our TACPATH product line. We also have this powerful new search experience to connect those customers with the best option of that large portfolio of gene expression assays I talked about, those 2.8 million assays. And if using a novel target, our custom assay design tool, which is a tool on thermofisher.com, can help scientists quickly create an assay by simply putting in their primer and probe sequences specific to the mRNA transcript they want to measure. And we also offer bioinformatics services for complicated or multiplex assay designs. So our team of technical application specialists who are our tech support specialists are always a phone call away. They're a team of highly experienced, very intelligent folks who can help you troubleshoot most of your qPCR challenges. And if not, they can connect you with some of the other resources that we've already talked about that can help us round things out for you and make sure that you have what you need. Similarly, our other support team, our field application scientists, are our feet on the street. So if you need somebody to retrain your scientists on site or train a new group on your new qPCR instrumentation, our FAS team is available to provide that on-site support and that formal qPCR training by either a lecture or a wet lab training. So at the end of the day, it's our goal at Thermo Fisher to understand the challenges that our customers are facing in the lab and continue exploring new ways to support them in their effort to make the world a healthier, cleaner, and safer place in general. And we do that not only as the QPCR group, but as a global company that can support biologic development with solutions for every stage of the process.
Well, John, it's been great speaking with you today and learning more about gene expression analysis and qPCR. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to find out more about gene expression analysis, you can check out our InFocus at www.biotechniques.com. Thank you for listening and goodbye.